Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So wherever you are, if you can, sit comfortably. If you're doing an activity, please just pay attention to whatever it is you're doing and use this to get super engaged in whatever it is you're doing right now, whether it be gardening, cooking, um, driving, just Pay close attention to your breath and let this be a deep breathing exercise. And otherwise, if you can, sit down in a chair and cross your legs or sit Indian style on the floor and just lean back against something to support your back. Be comfortable, but sit upright with your shoulders back to have your heart open. And then place your palms open on your lap. And let's just breathe together for a moment. Breathing in through your nose. Allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. Exhaling, releasing, and letting go. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. Exhaling, relaxing, releasing, and letting go. Breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being. On the exhale, just allow yourself to let go of what doesn't serve you well. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, just let go of any tension you feel in your body. And breathing in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of one thing you feel grateful for. And as you breathe in that golden gratitude to every cell of your being, on the exhale, just release, relax, and receive. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes. On the exhale, just allow yourself to sink inward into your breath, into your gratitude. And breathing in pure golden gratitude through your core, through your heart, through your mind. On the exhale, just allow yourself to be super present and in your body, in your breath. This time, as you breathe in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, on the exhale, go ahead and allow that gratitude to wash over you like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude again, filling your core, filling your heart, filling your mind with golden gratitude On the exhale, allow it to wash over you again, like a cascading waterfall of pure joy. And breathing in pure golden gratitude to every cell of your being, on the exhale, 
go ahead and open your eyes. Well, if you've been following my podcast lately, you probably know I missed a couple of weeks. I've been really um, working on a couple of projects that have required a lot of my attention and some things that I'm doing right now that are different than things I've done before. I'm super excited and I'll share a few things with you. But first, I want to talk about you and something that will probably relate to you. And, you know, I'm going to speak about um, creating meaning in midlife. But for those of you who might be younger listeners, just listen in for the pieces that fit for you right now. Because this new generation of um, young people from 20 to 35 years old, you, if you fit into this category, are a very unique generation in that you're looking for a new way to live. I know you are. I can see this in my own kids. You're not as traditional. You're looking for um, more meaning in what you do. You just don't simply want to do something to do it. There's many of you that want to find your purpose at a very young age. Well, from where I sit now, turning 60 this summer, in just about a month and a half, I can say that my idea of life purpose has truly evolved at different stages of my life. When I think back on life and I think back on the time that I built my life with my late husband, Richard, we were young and we were ambitious and we had huge goals. We had huge goals to serve in this world, huge goals to live a deeply spiritual life and huge goals to provide for our family well. We wanted it all. And you know what? What's beautiful looking back is I realize we got it all. We had it all. And then the next phase of life in midlife, when he passed away suddenly, when I was 43 and he was 45 years old, that sent me and my daughters and my family and everybody that knew him on a new trajectory. One of the things I've always realized is that when someone close to us dies, and you probably realize this too, it reminds us how precious life is. And it reminds us how impermanent this world is. I think that this idea of impermanence is very, very important to get philosophically. Impermanence means that all things are changing form all the time. All things are transforming and nothing ever stays the same. I know you've heard the funny saying that the only constant in life is death and taxes. (laughs) I think that's funny. Um, But the truth is, the only constant in life is that everything is always changing every single moment of every single day. And to the degree at which you're present for it, you're changing too. Now, what often happens for many of us, and this happens for me too, is we get stuck. We get stuck in these places. We get stuck due to trauma. We get stuck due to identity crisis and life crisis. We get stuck because we haven't worked through a lot of the issues and the healing work that we've had to do our whole lives, that healing is like peeling back an onion. You have to work at it. You have to peel it back one layer at a time until you get to the very source, until you peel back that 
layers and layers and layers around your heart until your heart is completely open again, open and receptive, open and receptive to the present moment, open and receptive to peace, open and receptive to the things that you really, really deeply desire to create in this world. One of the questions at all stages of life that we can ask ourselves is, how do I want to be remembered on this earth? What do I want people to say about me? How do I want to leave my footprint on the earth? What do I want to accomplish while I'm here? How do I want to leave the world a better place? I know some of those things seem so cliche, but you know when something's cliche, it actually means that there's some wisdom in it. It actually means that it's been said so many thousands of times that we can believe that there's probably some truth in it. I love the idea of leaving the world a better place than when I found it. And when I think about that, I think about if I could inspire one or two people with kindness, if I could change one or two people to move toward a more positive direction, if something I said impacted somebody and even help them find something in themselves or something that I wrote inspired somebody to live better, one person would be enough. And then if that person went and inspired somebody with something that you said or did or just inspired somebody somebody because you helped them feel better, then there's a ripple effect. There's a ripple effect of your actions. There's a ripple effect of our actions, our words, our deeds, everything about us and how we express ourselves in the world. I'm really struck by something I heard recently from this beautiful spirit woman, Anita Morjani. She, in an interview that I did with her recently, said that she had a near-death experience, and her near-death experience is really profound, so you should look her up, Anita Morjani. But she said that we have a long time to be dead, (laughs) which is a really interesting way to think of it. That when we die, you know, I actually believe that when we die, we transition to the permanent world. And going back to this idea of impermanence, that this is actually the world of impermanence. This is the world of illusion. This is the world where we hold on so tightly, but we really ought to let go lightly. This is the world that is fleeting Where we go next, after we transition out of this body, is the permanent world. And there's such beauty there, I believe. There's such beauty, there's such love, there's such light. But the one thing we don't have in the permanent world is a voice. We don't have feelings like we have here. We can't eat wonderful food. We can't experience life. We can't have a love affair with the three-dimensional world like we can have now. I'm sure it is incredible, and I'm sure it's far beyond my reach and my imagination and even yours. I'm sure that it's just magical and beautiful and stunning 
I'm sure that we live in peace and love and harmony as we transition. But how can we bring all the meaning and all the self-expression and all the good stuff to this life right here, right now? We can ask ourselves, how can we serve? I was started out this podcast and I was going to tell you about a project that I'm working on. I'm super excited about it. I've done a lot of work with my friends um, in Challenge Day over the years and raising money and um, help being on their board. And, and I've just recently realized that what I really, really want is to bring our tools, our principles of happiness, our don'ts with a small stuff philosophy about change to teenagers because in answer to the COVID crisis and their the statistics that teenagers are really, really suffering right now, I would love to teach them all that I have to teach from the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff books and from Richard's book, You Can Be Happy No Matter What. So I've opened a nonprofit organization called Don't Sweat Changemaker. We're just in the application process right now, but I'm super, super excited about teaching kids how to become changemakers through leadership, through leadership training, through happiness training, and teaching them how to lead with kindness, lead with compassion, lead with acts of change and acts of kindness, and to change the culture within their school by being that kind person that has integrity and compassion for all. It's so important that we break down the barriers of separation right now in all ways, and that we teach higher levels of communication to our kids so that they will be the ones to sustain our world. With all of the social media overuse and the overuse of screen times, we just heard the Attorney General issue a warning about that for kids. It's time for us to do our part, and for me, and for you too, if you're in your midlife, that giving some sort of service back to the world, whether it be through your deeds, through your money, through your energy, by serving on boards, by fundraising, by taking initiatives that you feel very strongly about and actually putting action to them. Well, I think I found my next level project on service. And I hope that this inspires you to find yours too. Don't sweat the small stuff. We are living the big stuff. This series is going to be all about midlife and meaning and finding meaning in all stages of life. So come back again and listen. Thanks for listening to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author Christine Carlson. You're invited to join Christine at one of her upcoming retreats in California, including her popular What Now Women's Retreat at Sea Ranch and her new Revive and Thrive Mental Health and Wellness Retreat at Mount Shasta. Get all of the retreat details today at christinecarlson.com.